0: Yeah, I thought let's talk about it, right? And um, for a lot of people, I think you've been hearing me talking about cryptocurrency of late. And I've been getting a gazillion messages like, TJ, what's happening? What's happening? Well, the reality is that cryptocurrency is coming and it is here. And if you haven't been checking it out, look, there's lots of people in our communities that have been making money. So how long have I been in, in cryptocurrency? or doing cryptocurrency. Well, i got introduced to it about two years ago, but I didn't take like hard notion on it or jump into it and things like that. And just like everyone else, I was like, eh, eh, and then I didn't do anything around it. Okay, great. So fast forward a couple of, fast forward a couple of months. Last year in winter, then I meet out Hannah. You all been checking out. I've been having interviews with Hannah. You've been checking out her videos. Appreciate and made love with, for her with what she's doing um, in the cryptocurrency. But what is she doing? And I really kind of like sat down and I looked at everything else that I've been learning and things like that from the time I started actually learning how crypto, what crypto is all about, and my learnings, and where I'm now winning in crypto, and obviously where I am in property. Okay. So Number one, I'm not running away from property. Number two, I'm always going to be doing property. And number three, why should I be doing property all the time? For me, property is something that is physical, that's there. I am much more secure because I can see it is there. It's not as volatile as crypto, right? So what is crypto actually? Um, And I want to give parallel here to a number of things in the property space because we are all a proper community. This is how M5 has been built. We are all a proper uh, property community. And I want to guys give you some parallel lines of what is very similar in crypto versus property. All right, allow me to do that. And I think at the end of the day, both of these are the same. It is still investing. The asset class is different. I want to kind of like say to you guys that a lot of people who are jumping into, not a lot of people, for a lot of us actually, crypto is still very new, it's uncharted territory. The great thing about it is that even rules and regulations haven't been written about it, which makes it so fascinating and which also makes it very scary, right? This is almost like Henry Ford back in the days when he was building um, uh, almost like a four by four of, the, of those uh, times because there was no streets, right? Back in the days, there was literally no streets. But Henry Ford, there he was, he was making four by fours. Why? Because he knew that the horses could travel within this journey. And if he's going to be making a car, then it needs to be traveling in the same journey where the horses are, right? So coming back to um, when actually did I start, you know, and what am I doing right now? So a year ago, um, like I did say winter, then I started looking into this crypto more on serious note. And I was like, okay, but what can I do? And then I got confused, right? Then they started talking about mining. They started talking about network marketing. They started talking about trading. They started talking about buying and holding these different types of uh, cryptos. And I was like, whoa. So I got shocked, right? Like a mental shock, like some of you. So I stopped. And I was like, Nah, this maybe this is not for me. I'm going to stick to what I know, which is property. But lo and behold, that a lot of people just came in, started knocking on my door. A lot of my international friends started knocking on my door, and I started reading a lot during lockdown. Right, I started reading a lot, and one of my investors came through, like this investor of mine. Literally every second month, they give me some money to go and do something in property. So I was like, okay, hold on. Let me jump in and talk about, like, let me zoom in to what they're all about. And then I leaned in and she started telling me that she do what is called pool trading. Again, a new name. So I'm like, so what's the difference between pool trading and mining? Anyways, can I debug all of this for you? And let's just talk about it. So we all know in property there is multiple ways where you can make proper, uh, pro, where you can make some money. One of the ways that you can make uh, prop, uh, property or make some money in property is that you can buy a property and you can hold it. So that's the rental properties, right? And that's the one way. We all know that right okay good the other way that you can make money is that you can do developments. so you can buy some land and then you can develop there's some cool parallel lines here that i want to draw into cryptocurrency right and i'm saying this you know because i was getting i was stuck for a while and i want you guys to get it like i now get it okay and by the way i'm still learning as well right then you can also do flips so you can buy a property today sell it tomorrow or you can buy a property today and maybe sell it after about two to three years. Or you can buy a property today and you can just don't even buy it and you just pass it on someone else and you make some profit. Right. Now, in cryptocurrency, the same things also exist. Yes, they do. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about it. In the crypto world, they have what they call cryptocurrencies what is a cryptocurrency it's digital money it is digital money just like we have um they actually call our run money the u.s dollars the pound they call it fiat money and what i'm saying they call it because i mean like that was the first time i started hearing fiat, but i'm like what is that is it money in the, so i thought there's only one type of money which is money right so obviously there is fiat money which is the rand, the dollar the u.s dollar um the Pula and all of those other currencies. All of them are fiat money, right? And you can get them in all sorts of forms, isn't it? Okay, Okay, so that is out of the way. Now, in cryptocurrencies, there's also different currencies, different coins. It's not a coin that you touch and hold. It's all digital, right? Which makes, I think, it's very confusing for most of us because we are looking for something that we can touch. But guess what? This is the new world, right? It's going digital. All right, fine. So how do you buy it? You actually need to have what's called a wallet, a digital wallet, All right. So for some of us who are living in South Africa, or should I say in Africa, we are all familiar now with what is called e-wallet, right? E-wallet, the same thing. It is a wallet that you do have, but you know it's not like physical. It's an e-wallet, it's e, electronic wallet, right? So in your wallet, once you register to have a wallet, then you can have these coins. And these coins could be like Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin is the grandfather of all coins, right? Ethereum is another one, which is also another grandfather of another coin, right? Cause those coins are kind of like, they were the pioneers kind of like, they came in. However, there've been like so many other co- uh, coins that have also come in. So going back to buy and hold the same thing, you can still buy a coin today, Right, like they were saying, so we're in 2020. In 2010, the coin of Bitcoin, right? It was selling for around about 50 US dollar cents, right? 50 cents, that's what it was selling for. Come to 2020 in December, this is exactly 10 years later, it is selling for a whopping 20,000 US dollars. Now you do the math, the math there, if suppose you had bought 400 rand, I mean, 400 US dollars, how much money would that be? 2020, 2010, I remember I was working. I remember I could actually afford to buy. I remember my, then Jenna was my girlfriend. For some of you who don't know, Jenna, he's my, she's my wife now. And she actually went to the UK at that time. So we spent more than that. to enter, She went to go and see her sister so she spent actually we spent more than that that's what she did to go to the uk right so had we actually just taken in let's just say a thousand us dollars or even a hundred us dollars and we could have bought some bitcoin at that time today how much would it have been worth it's literally that number hundred us dollars times twenty thousand that's what it is okay kind of Now, that's the whole process of buying and hold. So you've bought your your coin and you've sold it. Simple, simple mathematics. That's what we do in property. Me and you, we know that you can buy in particular areas. And in some areas, you don't buy, right? You, You all know that. The same thing with the coin. Some coins, they are worth buying and some coins, they are not. For as much as there is a thousand coins out there, but to which coin is good to buy again just like we have the same parallels in property where you actually can do a little bit of research even in in cryptocurrency you can also do researches how do you do it well there's what they call white papers oh today (laughs) today i'm a little bit intelligent around this cryptocurrency but that's why this show is called new to crypto because i want to debug everything that i been getting stuck with so that you can also know around it so how do you actually figure out this is a good uh coin right There's white papers. so for every coin that is being built or that is being generated i don't know i think there's a new term that they call it when a coin new coin is coming in it's being introduced there is a white paper around it why is that coin being available and things like that and just like what we have in property you can also have a look at that and you can say, why should I be buying this property? You can go and have a look at reports. You can analyze it and things like that. And then bingo, if it suits your qualification, then you can go and buy. Like for instance, I buy in particular areas where some other people don't want to buy. Is it wrong? No. Is it right for me? Yes. Right. And that's the whole process of buying and holding. So the same apply applies in property. The same also applies in crypto. The second one is that they talk about trading. Trading is basically when you are actually flipping. That's what it is. You buy low, you sell high, right? And you make your profit and you're gone. And if you don't know how to do that, just like I don't like doing flipping in property, I don't think that trading will work for me in cryptocurrency. So guess what? I'm not even putting any effort in learning it. I am like, and for me. However, there is what is called pool trading. Pool trading is when someone else knows how to trade and then they bring in your money to pool trade alongside with them. So pooling trading. So we're all putting our monies together and then someone else who's a company or an individuals, goes through and trades. Hey, they might actually make maybe for every one rand, they might be making 30, 40 out of that, right? But they're only giving you 10. Well, I'm okay with it because even if I was doing it myself, maybe I might even not even get that far. So I'm okay with it. So I started doing some pool trading for the last three, four months, and I've been getting around about a 10% every month. Okay, good. So what do I do with the money? I bring it into property. So it's another way of generating income. Okay. Then there's something else that they talk about, which is called mining. So what is mining then? or what is it in relation to property? I haven't figured it out yet, but here's my understanding of what mining is all about. So the person who is going to create this coin needs the coin to be functional on the platforms. They call them exchange, right? And on this exchange, they need to generate all of these coins, right? So for instance, I am mining what is called Bitcoin vault. Right. And out of that, the person who started the Bitcoin vault has actually now started selling the um, the machine where you can actually do the mining. So help them to generate all of this. And in return, as and when you're generating the coins, they pay you. Right. And with that, you can make some money out of it. So you've kind of like invested in a machine and that machine now pays you. So as you can see, there's quite a lot of things that we can talk about here, but as you are new to crypto like I am, and this is why we have this show, New to Crypto, you can buy and hold like what we do in property, or you can trade like what we do in property, which is flipping, or you can do this mining thing that they are talking about. What is good for you? I don't know. You need to figure out yourself. But hey, it is ITJ. I thought, let me just educate you as I also get educated and make some money on this crypto because it is new to us. The reality is that as we go on, just like the pioneers when they came through into Johannesburg looking for gold, I think this is the environment where we are in right now. Where we are actually looking at this crypto thing is still new. Remember I said there's no regulations around this at this point in time right and they're still trying to figure it out same applies with the guys that were pioneering how to mine gold and things like that they would find other minerals that they didn't know and it was a diamond black diamond white diamond whatever diamond it was and they thought no it is a type of a gold it's the same thing right now so do you have the guts can you stomach world of crypto the reality is that those that are entering into it now obviously they're making their money imagine 2010 they made from 50 cents all the way to 20,000. so where's your next opportunity the next opportunity for me to actually buy some coins i've seen bitcoin vote for me that's what works for me ethereum i've also seen it but there's quite a lot Read the white paper and make your informed decision. See you next time, and remember to check out other similar videos like this one on New to Crypto with TJ from M Five. Cheers, God bless.